But how do you then take these and make them sort of valuable language learning opportunities? Hi there, Steve Kaufman here. And today I want to talk on a subject that I've talked about before, how to use Netflix and YouTube and other video material to learn whatever language you're learning. Remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. And if you use Apple podcasts or Spotify or um, other podcast services, uh, don't hesitate to leave a review. Okay. So language learning, as we know, is about motivation. That's the driver. That's the spark plug that triggers your interest, your curiosity and content which feeds that curiosity, feeds those interests is, is extremely important content that you like content that is, has resonance for you. And you know, when I first started learning, uh, say Chinese and then French back 50, 60, even years ago, it was overwhelmingly books. And then came along, you know, more and more tape recordings and cassette recordings. And then I went through a period and you can see behind me, I have a shelf and it's not the only one full of CDs, uh, because there was a period where I was buying audiobooks and CDs to match, you know, books and there's reading books in behind me. And, but now increasingly on the internet, we have all kinds of resources that we can bring in to our sort of language learning world to learn from and videos are quite powerful. Now, I have in the past expre expressed some reservation about videos because of course the problem with the video is you're, you know, you're obliged to sit there and watch it. And there can be long periods of time in any video, any, you know, series on Netflix or movie or whatever, where there's not much dialogue. So you're just watching people move or cars drive or people shoot or whatever they do. Uh, and so it's less sort of language intense, word intense than say a book or even an audiobook, where you are relying on what you read and what you hear to learn. And I find that is very powerful in terms of, uh, of learning because you're having to conjure up meaning based on these words that you hear. So you're becoming more and more used to these words. However, movies and series are extremely attractive. And because so much of language learning is connected with our emotions, I have found that say watching a series on Netflix, even when I don't understand very well, it could be a series in Turkish or a series in Arabic, uh, or a, a, again, a movie, a YouTube video in Persian. The, the good thing about a series is that you meet the same people every time in every episode. So it's as if you're, you're getting together with your family, your Turkish family or whatever language you're learning. I happen to have been into Turkish, Persian and Arabic. So you're getting together with, with your friends and with your family and you're seeing them in, in different situations and always in somewhat familiar situations, because typically many of these series are very low budget. So that's all done in the one studio and it's always the same place and it's very comfortable and you know, familiarity and comfort also helps us in language learning. But how do you then take these and make them sort of valuable language learning opportunities? So uh, I'm going to leave in the description box, some of the things that I use. Uh, first of all, if I, if it's a movie on, on YouTube, uh, we do have it at link. We have a, a, a browser extension that allows us to import that 
as a lesson. So immediately you get the, um, the video, the audio, and the transcript. In other words, the text, if in fact, a subtitle, uh, you know, subtitles exist for that video, which isn't always the case. And so there is another um, little bit of a program called uh, Zero to Hero, which helps you find, uh, and this is all going to be in the description box, it helps you find videos in the languages you're interested in, where in fact, you know, closed captions exist. Because once the closed captions exist, you can then import this as a lesson into Link. Now, we are also able to capture videos and uh, subtitled dialogues from Netflix, but Netflix doesn't allow us to capture the audio. And it's very useful to have the audio because sometimes you want to listen to the audio um, without watching the video. Uh, so, but, but that doesn't happen with Netflix. However, you can read the script, the text, and uh, you know, get used to some of the words. There is also a piece of software called Learning Languages with Netflix. I'm going from memory, but it's going to be in the description box where you can go through the video in Netflix frame by frame and see the subtitles and look up the words. And so that's another, it's got nothing to do with Link, but that's a piece of software that you may find useful if you are using Netflix to learn languages. Now, let me just see what else was there. There is another thing called DownSub, which, is, which enables you to download closed captions from YouTube and from Netflix. As I say, language learning with Netflix extension is one. You'll see these in the description box. Um, so, and there are probably others. You should look into this. And again, nowadays, you know, it's, it's almost not necessary for me to give you the names of different types of software. You can just Google learning languages with YouTube, learning languages with Netflix, learning language, languages with Amazon Prime or whatever it might be. And you're going to find a lot of uh, bits of software that are going to help you. Uh, the way I like to do it, so I like to go through, so, so if, if I take, a, let's say I have this Persian uh, series that my tutor recommended to me, and part of the problem is, is finding, you know, uh, a series. I mean, you can also find a film, but the advantage of a series is that each episode is 30 minutes long, and it's a nice amount to do. You have to be at a certain level, like you have to have graduated from the more sort of beginner material. But 30 minutes is okay. Uh, I go through the, the dialogue and 30 minutes, sort of a 30 minute episode is probably only 10 minutes worth of concentrated dialogue, or 15 minutes, like it's not 30 minutes because there's periods when not, there is no dialogue. And so I can go through that and learn the words. And then I like to go and watch the video. Now I have, as I've said before, I have a stepper at home so I can get on my stepper. I can put on my iPad and I can watch the movie. And now I've gone through some of the words. So the second or third time I watch it, I actually understand more and more. And as I go through the, you know, episodes, um, I gradually understand more and more of it. One thing I've asked my person tutor to do, uh, which is another approach. I asked her to give me like a, three, five minute summary of each episode. So the episode is say is 30 minutes of video. Uh, if I take the, uh, the URL from YouTube and I put it on this, uh, website, again, you can Google for it, which converts 
uh, URLs from YouTube to MP3 files. Then I can go to my Happy Scribe automatic transcription service. I can get the, the video, the audio transcribed so I can study that in link. Uh, but then I asked my tutor because there's, there are errors in the automatic transcription to get a bit of a, an, an overview of each episode. My tutor gives me a three minute, four minute summary of that episode. So again, if we are more kind of familiar with the, what's happening, if we understand more, then it's easier to understand. So that's kind of the approach that I'm taking. So I watch the video once or twice while exercising on my stepper or whatever. Uh, I then work on the transcript from the, uh, the soundtrack to get some of the words. Then I read the summary, depending on when my tutor sends me the summary, I might start with the summary. Uh, and so I get a better sense of what's happening. So that's one example. I did this uh, Egyptian Arabic. Um, Egyptian Arabic is tougher because there are no, there's no, no subtitles in Egyptian Arabic, no transcript. So I asked my Egyptian tutor to actually transcribe a whole, you know, 30 minute episode. It ended up being 10 minutes that he had transcribed and then recorded. And so that's kind of a work in progress. We're looking at how we can do that to make it, um, you know, more effective. Um, what else? The other thing is we are looking at ways actually within Link and Link 5.0, but we're still, you know, a couple of months away where it will suggest YouTube videos in different languages and you can immediately click and import them for your own use. You can't share them and they will then be, you know, lessons. So rather than having to go and look for videos in YouTube, it'll actually suggest some to you right in the sort of content library and then you can, you'll have the option of then going to YouTube, bringing those into study. So if we can deal with the issue of where to find things of interest to different learners or to ourselves, how to extract audio and, and text from these, uh, that kind of prepares us to enjoy them more, whether we're watching them on our iPad or on our televisions. So it's just an example of how content has evolved from you know what used to be books only and and, and open reel uh, tape recorders and then uh, cassette uh, tapes and then cds and now we've got all kinds of content on the internet so you know there are more and more opportunities for us to enjoy our favorite content and stay motivated in learning languages so there you have it thanks for listening bye for now